back to the No Score Review Show, where we have in-depth critique and nuanced discussion of some of the latest movies, video games, and television. I am your host, Nick Green, and today we are discussing Blue Beetle. This will be another solo review. August is turning out to be the month of solo reviews for this channel, but I am here to discuss Blue Beetle today. It will be a spoiler-free review. I will not go into any plot details or give away any big reveals or anything that happened in the movie. I'll give uh, some of my spoiler-free thoughts overall. I'll maybe try and touch on a few spoiler-free highlights and lowlights, and I will just kind of talk about my expectations going into the film. So that is actually where we will start. Um, a bit of a side tangent as well, On before I get it too much into my expectations, uh, this is the first film of the official, new official DC universe of films that James Gunn and Peter Safran are spearheading. So potentially a lot of promise or excitement there for uh, DC fans. I wouldn't put a ton of expectations on this being like the linchpin to the new DCU. Uh, it's not like the Iron Man or anything. It is the first film technically in this new batch of films we'll be getting for the coming years, but it's very much a solo film. It very much stands alone on its own. It doesn't really connect at all. Uh, it connects loosely to a bigger universe, and that's all I'll really say about that uh, without going into any spoiler stuff. But uh, yeah, I think it it's not something you should go in expecting to be this grand uh, like jumping off point for the DC universe going forward. It is very much just a solo film, and I have a few theories on like, why this film is actually being included into the new DC universe, most of which I think is just from the fact that they enjoyed the lead, Joel Maradueña's performance as uh, Jamie Reyes and the Blue Beetle and wanted to keep him around for future movies. <clears throat> and the fact that the movie itself is just so divorced from everything. It doesn't actually connect itself directly to anything that has happened so far or is going to happen in the DCEU as we know it. So it's able to stand on its own. And I think that was a probably a large advantage that this movie had in being able to be brought over into the new structure of films and everything, the new cinematic universe. But as far as the film itself goes and my expectations going into this film, I had I had very low expectations, just kind of commenting on the fact or the state of the DCEU this year alone, really. Uh, Fury of the Gods, the second Shazam movie, I did not like. It was super generic and just super forgettable. Um, and it really like disappointed me because I loved the first film. I loved the first Shazam movie. And uh, I loved that like family dynamic. And I loved the setup that they had there with uh, Billy Batson but uh, I think they just kind of squandered it with that second movie. The Flash, I was pretty uh, like middling to negative on. I had a good time in the theater for the most part, but overall, it's not something I look back on fondly. Uh, there was a lot of problems with the movie. There was just so much like bad effects work that distracted me a lot of the time. 
And then you also just have the whole Ezra Miller thing. Like even just focusing on his performance, I wasn't that hot on. But yeah, the all everything surrounding that movie wasn't the greatest. It was great to see Michael Keaton as Batman again, but that's about it really. So going into Blue Beetle, I was not expecting anything at all. I had never even heard of this comic book character before trailers and stuff uh, started coming out for the movie. So like I had little to no expectations and what expectations I did have were pretty pessimistic, I would say. Not necessarily negative, but just pessimistic uh, because of the state of the DCEU. So yeah, um, on that front, I would say I had a good time overall. It's a fun movie. There are still lots of issues with it, I found. And it also just generally feels like a very cookie cutter, run of the mill superhero story that we have seen countless times before. Like we are 15 years into this wave of superhero onslaught of films ever since Iron Man and the start of the MCU. Um, We have had countless iterations of superhero films and superhero origin story films as well. So there isn't a ton here that hasn't been done before and done better. Um, So unfortunately, in that regard, it isn't great. I can't imagine it will age well for me personally, just on those fronts. Uh, But the, the positives that I took away from the movie ultimately left me feeling relatively satisfied and leaving me with uh, had a good time in the theater. So uh, getting more a little bit into the nitty gritty of everything. um, Some of my big uh, lowlights, I would say uh, just like the, in, in more general terms, the like character development and character motivations weren't really there for me. I really liked Joel Maraduena as uh jamie reyes but like beyond his actual performance what the actual character does throughout the movie isn't really much honestly like he doesn't have he doesn't even really follow that traditional hero's journey arc where he like learns to fail he does like face trials and tribulations but it's a very weird like i felt this way during the movie a lot of the time is that he was one of those protagonists that gets the plot put upon him and gets the decisions made for him, like around, like with the surrounding characters. He didn't feel like a protagonist with a much agency at all. Like he he ramped up a little bit towards the end of the movie, but overall it just felt like he didn't do or he didn't make a ton of big choices that like furthered his character along which was unfortunate like there's one particular scene a like action scene and i won't go into too too much detail but there he quite literally like says to someone else like he talks to someone else and like asks them to like help him and like take over for him so it's yeah it just didn't really feel like he had a ton of agency and it didn't feel like his character went on that much of a progression past having a couple incidents happen to him um as far as like coming into his own as a superhero it also didn't really feel like he developed much at all it felt like they took a couple shortcuts uh throughout the film with him actually developing and whatnot so that wasn't great uh and then beyond him like the other 
characters really don't have much else going on. Like the villain maybe has the only other notable motivation, but their motivation is just so like on the nose and so not nuanced and like boring and just so generic that I just didn't like, I don't know how you waste Susan Sarandon as an actor in your film, but they managed to do it. Like I squirmed every time I heard her talk because it was either like exposition heavy or it like was just such generic like villain lines that I just didn't have any interest in watching her or was compelled in any way uh, by her character at all. And then you have the B villain basically in Carapax, who is like the more uh, action forward villain and the one we get to see in a lot of the set pieces. Uh, and he like he I mean, he actually does get a bit more like character depth, but it's all like in the like last act of the film and it's like pretty rushed through. So it's kind of like it feels a little weird that we get it right at the very end. But honestly, overall, comparatively, his character arc, I guess, if you can call it that, was much better than Susan Sarandon's character. And then in terms of the other like the uh, the family, uh, they don't really have much going on for them in terms of their arcs uh they're all pretty sidelined uh in service of jamie reyes which is fine um but you don't really get a a big sense i guess maybe you get a little bit of understanding in jenny cord's motivation uh in wanting to redeem her father's legacy and the like family name of the uh big uh mega corporation in uh, cord industries or whatever it was um but yeah outside of that no other huge compelling arcs or motivations in many of the characters um i also wish uh like i think it's kajida uh is the like this the suit the the scarab i guess you could call it because the suit is sentient in this movie and it like bonds with jamie and like i would have like really enjoyed and i mean i also don't know anything about the comics so i don't know what the comic uh side of things looks like in terms of what that character is like the suit itself or if it even is really that much of a character or fully fleshed out character but i would have loved to seen a better development between jamie and kajita like bonding more and honestly just having the suit have more of a personality uh more than like the Siri app on your phone, like that, that's the, the level of uh, personality you get from the suit itself. Unfortunately, you get like a tiny taste of it at the very end of the movie, but overall it's, it's pretty, pretty plain and played pretty straight. Going back to the family though, however, uh, like despite the fact that they don't have like much depth in each of them, in terms of like motivation or uh, like they do have things to do towards like the end of the movie and they help out Jamie, but just their dynamic overall was really great. I bought into their family dynamic uh, really well. George Lopez was great as uncle Rudy. Uh, Nana Reyes was fantastic. She's going to get lots of uh, love and laughs towards the end of the film. 
uh, for theater audiences. But yeah, I, I did really enjoy that was the other big strong suit of the film. I think my two big highlights of the film were Joel Baraduena's, uh Blue Beetle performance in Jamie Reyes, and then the Reyes family as a whole, as a family unit, I, I really liked. There was a couple clunky things here and there in like the dialogue, like his sister calling Jamie bro all the time. Like that felt like a bit uh, messy, I guess. Um, but I think I still bought into it overall. I bought their relationship. It was maybe just more so the dialogue itself was a bit clunky at times. Other things I wasn't too crazy about. Uh, most of the CGI was good like the blue beetle suit itself looked great and a few of the first uh blue beetle sequences like when he takes flight and everything uh and he is like the suit is uh like creeping all over him in his first like suit up sequence i loved the like horror aspect they kind of lean to and like the body horror element of it all it was like really freaky but it was also kind of played for comedy at the same time, which uh, to each their own, I guess it did. That part was a little weird, a little jarring. I think I would have preferred if they like just fully leaned into that horrific aspect of that sequence. Um, but as far as CGI goes, most of it was good. Uh, it got a little sloppy in the fight sequences towards the end of the film, like just a lot of bright lights and blasts and explosions and everything that it's hard to tell who's who and what's happening to each character. Um, so that wasn't great. And then just the fight sequences overall, like there was one sequence at the Reyes family home that I think was probably the best like action set piece of the film. Um, and maybe partly because it was just like understandable in like just being able to know what was going on. Um, but a lot of the CGI fight stuff felt like it was plucked straight out of one of the CW shows, like the Flash or Arrow. And like, I, I hate to like knock the shows, but they do reach like a certain level of quality. And like, if you love the shows, that's great. That's fine. I'm glad you do. But like, that's just, it just felt a little jarring in like a feature film setting. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's something that can improve going forward with uh, the next Blue Beetle film. The movie did have uh, some heart to it, uh, like in the family dynamic. I thought they sold that really well, and that was able to lend itself to some of the more somber scenes in the film. Like I said, just uh, had a, a strong sense of heart and a strong sense of family. That's one of the main themes of the movie that was done really well. The Latino flair and style that is laced throughout this film is a breath of fresh air. It is great to see talent both in front of and behind the camera of Latino descent. Uh, it's not just this like facade of like we cast a couple uh, people of color in this film. It is like steeped in the culture and style of uh, Latino folk. And it was great to see. And I'm sure... Uh, people of that uh, heritage will flock to the theaters to finally get their first uh, superhero film of Latino descent uh, in their own kind of solo film at the very least, uh, which is great to see. And I love that. Um, but it, it really served the movies and the story's purpose uh, really strongly as well, which is great. 
overall, I was really happy with Joel's uh, performance as Blue Beetle, and I'm really excited to see what he does in the future if they uh, are keeping him around for this new universe of uh, DC feature films. There is a mid-credit scene. I didn't stay for the full uh, credits, so there might be a post-credit scene. I'm not entirely sure, but there is a mid-credit, and they do set up a sequel uh, or a a potential plot point for a sequel anyway. Um, But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to what we see going forward of Joel and uh, the Reyes family. But there is a lot of uh, clunky pieces to this film uh, that will hopefully get ironed out over time. And if nothing else, it's a decent foundation for them to build off of for future films. And I think that's where we'll wrap it up for this review. I, uh, I think I, I liked my theater going experience. I don't know that I would recommend going to the theater for it. I would say it's probably safer just to check it out on streaming once it comes in a few months, but uh, still, I I say overall worth watching, if only to catch Joel Maradueña's performance as Jamie Reyes and the new Blue Beetle, and his dynamic with his family in the film, and just the theme of family overall, I think is done really well. So let me know what you thought in the comments down below, or tag me on the socials uh, for your thoughts on Blue Beetle. Otherwise, you can stay tuned right here, wherever you're listening to or watching this episode of the No Score Review Show. I recently did a review on the latest Dracula flick, The Last Voyage of the Demeter, where I was thoroughly underwhelmed and disappointed in that film, Uh, but you can go check out my review of that. I will also have a review of Gran Turismo, the latest video game to movie adaptation with David Harbour and Orlando Bloom coming in the next few days, in the next week or so, I would say, so stay tuned for that. Otherwise, you can find me on all the socials and letterboxed at NoScore or at NoScore Reviews. I will also give a quick shout out to my Let's Play channel. If you like indie game Let's Play content, go check out at NoScore Plays on YouTube. Thank you all so much for watching and listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.